0: So we're sitting there waiting for Jimmy to call, and uh, what time is it? It is uh, it is ten o'clock straight up. So he should be calling in any second. I'm looking at the phone. I'm staring at the phone. And uh, pretty sure if you have the headset on, you'll hear it ring. You know what? You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I, here it is. Here it is. So there it is. All right. We're gonna do this. We should be live on the air right now, Jimmy. Hold on. Hold on. All Jimmy, right. are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, buddy?
1: Good, brother. How are you doing?
0: Man, we are so glad. Uh, a couple things. A couple things. Uh, uh, you are, we've, um, I interviewed you before about a year and a half ago. We've known each other forever. Right. And I interviewed you about a year and a half ago. And uh, I'm now independent in my own studio. You are our first call-in to our new studio on our new show. Does that make you oh, feel wow. good? Do you feel good?
1: Good, brother. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Does that kind of does kind of knock away the uh, cobwebs or the hangover or whatever's going on right now?
1: No, I mean, I'm not. I'm actually up early. I'm packing. I'm getting ready to head out that way. I was just, uh, you know, I was working on Mark Maron's new show, Mark Marin's uh, IFC show. I did a guest star, so I worked Wednesday, Thursday. I'm heading out that way today in, uh, in a little bit. And then so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, you know that is so cool. I was I, I was asking someone. I go I go. Well, uh, uh, Rick Rick Bronson Rick Bronson's house of comedy usually runs uh, Wednesday. He uh, usually runs Wednesday through Sunday. And the last time we talked to Jimmy, he had actually come in. And I go, why is Jimmy coming in on a Friday? And now you've you've answered it. You were working on Mark Maron's uh, IFC show, man. Excellent.
1: Yeah, and and I have my I was wondering about my buddy Jason Lawhead. who's a real funny guy. Uh, he works with Bill Burns, Sebastian, and uh, me sometimes. And uh, he was uh, he was up there headlining the Wednesday Thursday coming for me. So uh, and now I'm coming in tonight, and we're just going to knock it down. And it's, it's going to be a great show, man. It's going to be a great show.
0: Well, you've always put on a great show ever since. You know, it's funny because it got it, somewhere it's lost in my memory where we first met. But I've known you since I want to say since the '80s. And uh, yeah, man,
1: I think um, we met at the Laugh Factory, maybe or somewhere.
0: The old Laugh know. Factory, when oh, it was a little place on Sunset?
1: Yeah, probably. That that long ago. I, I don't know. Shoot. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, back before he had his liquor license. We were slinging jokes, A couple of young joke slingers, man.
0: It was I think you and I and like Mark Price and Pauly Shore. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so funny. That was like, you know, that was like the golden era. And I got to tell you, man, the comedy store is off the chain again. Like it, I mean, is. it is busy, like I've never seen it been busy. I, even during the heyday, it wasn't as busy. But I mean, like you know, Louis C.K. is coming in, and and Jerry Seinfeld was in there the other night. He hadn't been there since 1979. I mean, it's the place is off the chain, man. It's great. It's awesome. Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, were hanging out. I mean, it's it is it is it is monster now.
0: You know, the, the the little secret, if people don't know, a long time ago when I first moved to Los Angeles, one of the best-kept secrets in Los Angeles was there was a free show at the Comedy Store Monday night. There was an improv show with Ed Begley Jr., who became a friend of mine many years later, and Robin Williams. And it was while Robin's show, while Mork and Mindy was on, he would come down to do improv for free in the, the big room at the Comedy Store. Now, one of the worst-kept secrets in town is if you really would be up and close... You, all these people you mentioned legends and future legends, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, Louis C.K., Bobby Lee, that you can beat all of them because they all hang out in the alley behind the comedy store.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And, and, and you're right. I remember that Monday night they used to do that, that. They used to do an improv show there at the comedy store. I remember that. Yeah,
0: and then uh, you can see that free. But now if you walk behind the comedy store now, I mean, maybe people get mad at you saying, that everybody's, all the comics, that's where they all hang out, you know, between sets. And and shoot the breeze with one another. And the cool thing about the comedy store, you go up. They got like an outside bar right in front of it, right on Sunset. And there will be there will be comic legends uh, uh, sitting there at the bar, hanging out. Chris Rock will be sitting on a brick, talking to people. So uh, yeah, yeah,
1: you know. Yeah, well, they, you know what they did. They just put it like a uh, they put it like a special VIP bar in the back, so if people wanted to go out, come out and hang out with the representation, not be uh, bothered by. Finally, it. yeah. So it's it's really great, man. The store is like off the chain, but uh, man, those those were the golden days, and it's actually back there. I mean, that place is rocking and rolling. But I am looking forward to coming to Phoenix, man. I have not been. Uh, you know, like you said, I haven't been there in a year and a half, and I, and I can't wait to come out. I've been, I just shot my Netflix special January 30th, and uh, we're just kind of in post-production on that. And uh, as soon as I have an air date on that, I'll give you a call back and let you know when that's going down. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm really looking forward to coming out there.
0: Please do. Uh, uh, I won't keep you long. I know you're packing and stuff, and we really appreciate you calling in. I was telling uh, before you before you called in, I was talking about way back, and I was talking about the movie Go. Go. Uh, and uh, you were in the movie Go, and uh, oh, yeah. I was I was at the um, I was playing the Riviera Hotel sometime in the '90s, and and I had nothing to do that night. I wasn't gambling or drinking or anything, and I so I went to a movie, and it was one of those times when when time bends and reality mixes with fantasy. I'm in Las Vegas watching the movie Go. I'm staying at the Riviera Hotel. A lot of the movie was filmed at the Riviera, and there's a guy I know playing a a very funny part in the movie, and I go, this is very odd. But uh, was that one of your first movie roles? When you first kind of...
1: Beat? Yeah, man. It was like... I, you know what's so funny, Tony? I was like, I had a development deal at Fox. And we were working on getting a show called Postal off the ground. And then we got caught in the regime switch. Um, one of the, the president of the network left. and A new guy came in. He was like out with all the old stuff. Bringing in new stuff. And so I really worked my tail off on it. And uh, it kind of just went nowhere. And then I went and had this reading for this movie, and I, I was kind of like pissed off about it. But I went and I nailed it. And I I got the job. I mean, I got the job. He's the um, um, you know, Doug Lyman, the guy who did Swingers. Basically, saw my uh, you know saw my audition. He yeah. hired hired me as a first position. And it's so funny because I wasn't I wasn't even paying attention to it because I was working on this other thing, and that's the thing that comes into fruition. And, and it happened to be a really great kind of cult classic, even to this day, people love that movie. I mean, it was a great cast, Jay Moore, Scott Wolf, uh, Sarah Polly. um who else was in it? The
0: girl, uh, girl married Tom Cruise, wasn't
1: she in it? Katie, Katie Holmes, wasn't Katie it? Katie Holmes. And, yeah, Katie Holmes, and, and the guy, the sheriff from, um, what was that guy, the drug dealer was his name, uh, Timothy fan. Oh, Timothy, right,
0: o- Timothy Olyphant, yeah, yeah. My wife's a big yeah. fan of his. Yeah, uh, yes. to the point of pissing me off to be honest but um <laughs> so and you played you played uh what it was an adult bookstore a strip club owner or what was it your character yeah, no i was
1: uh, i was the son of the strip club owner that's right and uh you know these guys come in and, and kind of feel all over the girls and the dude shoots me in the arm and then we got to go back to la and find these guys and uh you know and i wind up shooting the guy back up in the arm just to save face <laughs>
0: There's a great scene in there. Just I remember the scene. I to remember is that all the kids are sitting in a van. Someone sold them bad pot. The pot's no good, and uh, yeah, yeah. And they're all smoking and acting like they're getting high. And it it took me back when I was a kid. You so desperately want to get high that you would act high, even if you weren't getting high. <laughs> and that's what when things made it a fun movie. It was so true to life to um a, a, a certain segment of the culture in uh, in in a time and a place, man. So and you yeah, were, you were funny in it and good. I'm you know I'm so glad for you, man. Mark Maron, that's um. You know, we, um, uh, we, uh, we've we we done this show on FM, we've done it on AM, we've done it as a, as a podcast, as internet radio station. As far as podcasting you go, Mark Marin's the guy who kind of created this. I mean, I don't think you would see this explosion of people who are taking their, their career by the horns on their own and going, okay, I'm going to do this, yeah. I'm going to go my way. He was the one that first did that.
1: Man, I got to tell you, I was talking to him about it last night, you know, because we're killing time, because I didn't know it was gonna turn into this. And while while it was, and when we started to take off, and it started to get popular, I had to figure out how to monetize it, you know? Yeah. And he, and, and, and he has, which and, and and really, really successfully. So uh, he was, uh, uh, he said, we didn't know, man. We just kind of took off, and I said, but yeah, I mean, I, I said, you really kind of set the bar. He goes, yeah. You know, I was just trying to do something cool, and uh and, and it just kind of took off and turned into what it turned into so i mean it kind of took him by surprise as well but i mean dude he had the president of the united states i know i know in his garage i mean that to me is crazy i mean i was talking to him about it last night I go, that's that's a pretty good get man that's a pretty good get brother he goes yeah the guy was coming to my house i was just I mean, he still gets a little giddy when he thinks about it. It's just, it just uh, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the checkmate. That's, that's the winner, you know?
0: That is, you know, and, and everybody in the world thinks there's only one person in the world who hates it. Bill Maher. <laughs> I think now that, because uh, if you watch Maher, and I love Maher's show, but all he, every week he's now incensed. That Barack Obama does every other show in the world, or not every other show, but he's done Ellen's show, and he did uh, Mark's podcast, and he doesn't do his show. I got a feeling that Obama is now getting a kick out of it going, no, let me, you know, let him, let him stew a little bit more. I'm not going to go into there. Yeah, it. yeah.
1: That's <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. And he gave him a million dollars through his campaign.
0: I know. I know. Well, maybe he's holding out for another mill, but he's not campaigning anymore. Any thoughts on the election before I let you go? Do you invest with that kind of stuff at all? What are you thinking?
1: Well, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, I mean, I, I usually say it's, no, it's nobody's business, but I got to tell you, I mean, I'm just so sick of politicians. Uh, quite frankly, I can't, you know, I mean, people always go, the Republicans are de- better than the Democrats, the Democrats are better than Republicans. I got to tell you, I'm just, I just, I want to I turn America into a, and, and run it like a business again. So I think uh, I'm going Trump.
0: You're going Trump all right you know uh, we are i have an intern in the room right now rob you may speak say hello hello all right rob is a young man from vermont who is actually he's you uh, he's, no, he's, he's, he's going with trump he's no, no he you like, told if me it's my only choice yes. yeah he, if it's his only choice yes but uh, well you
1: know i dude i'm I, I gotta be honest hillary isn't gonna make it to the main election she's gonna get indicted and while i love bernie sanders and his passion and that he's a socialist and, you know, I'm kind of, I'm a I'm a guy, someone who's over 40. Uh, I just want, I, you know, I'm socially liberal. I don't care about gay marriage or any of that stuff. I just want the government to stop wasting my money. Sure. And there's so much corruption and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, and look, Trump has no reason. I swear to God, he has no reason to do this. He's got guy who makes a great living, has a hot wife. He's really got no reason. I mean, the guy's going to have to learn to live on $500,000 a year, which is a, <laughs> like a cut, which is a major cut for him. If Trump gets in, finally we have a first lady who could put, a, who could put out a swimsuit calendar. I mean, you know, I just I, I, just really think when he says he wants to make America great again, I believe that he does. And he's got no incentive. No one's paying for his campaign. All these other guys have bought and paid for I really believe that Trump wants to take care of the veterans. He wants to do a couple things, make a couple moves. And I think he really believes he can do it. And i got to tell you, I mean, I'm going to give him a chance because I tell you, the last eight years have been horrible and people are suffering. Our jobs are going overseas. So I'm going Trump. I, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, uh, yeah. I've, I've thought about it long and hard, believe me. i thought about it long and hard, and that's... That's the only thing that makes sense for me. I mean, I'm really a libertarian. And I got to tell you, that's the
0: one that makes sense for me. Very cool. So you got to make me a promise, okay? So, uh, yes, sir. Uh, I, the next time you're in town, you're going to be in town, you know, because you're coming in tonight and you're doing, uh, let me mention right now that uh, uh, Jimmy Schubert, or Shuby, as uh, our friend Rick Bronson refers to you. He goes, Well, Tony, you know, Shuby's coming to town. He loves you, uh, as we do. But uh, the Oh, next-
1: man. Yeah, ain't he great? He's a great guy, man. I love his clubs and I love coming out there. I mean, I love, I've been going to to Phoenix for like, you know, 15, 20 years now. I love the audiences out there. And he runs a great room. Ricky Bronson is a great guy. And, uh, you know, and, and next time I come in town, I will definitely stop in your, your studio there and, uh, you know, we'll do it. We'll do it. I, I, I just, uh, I wish I, I tried to get there last night, but we had a night shoot. No problem. No way. Get there, Tom. What I want you to do
0: the next time you're in town, though, because I, I want you to come in, you know, and, and we can do, we could do, you know, a regular, we could do what we did here live, but I would love to have you come in and talk politics because here's what I love. One of the things I love about living in Arizona is uh, is that uh, as a progressive liberal, I am, uh, who is a total, a total self-entrepreneur, uh, you know, my whole business is ran, you know, totally independently, yet somehow in my head I'm a progressive liberal. I'd love you to come in and we could have a, we could have a really cool conversation about politics and, and then we could uh do uh, what we normally do but i would love to because I, I i'm listening to you and i go well here's someone who i could talk to who's right now polar opposite of me as far as who they want uh, in the white house but at the same time what he's saying is reasonable and makes sense so i'd like to have a more in-depth conversation
1: yeah man I, i'd love to i'm sure you're a bernie sanders man if no I'm a, I'm a hillary guy
0: i'm a hillary guy because like i'm 60 and i want someone who will make a uh, uh, make the pipes sing i want someone who could i want some i want some i think that the president should be someone who can pardon the thanksgiving turkey in front of a bunch of fifth graders walk in the next room pick up a phone and go kill those five in those huts let those other two live that's what the president has to be yeah
1: yeah and then well then she's your girl yeah (laughs) you you need you need that kind of mind yeah if you want somebody who can be nice to children in one breath and they turn around and execute five uh, uh, ISIL fighters in the grass hut in the middle of Mojave Desert, I mean, you know, then, then she's your girl. Because I tell you, she's, she could throw uh, – that woman could uh, – I mean, she's, she's like a Batman villain. <laughs> you, need, you need
0: someone who knows where the bodies are buried. That's what made Lyndon Johnson uh, an effective president. Is he could, I, I read a story one time where he called the senator up going, well, I hope we get your vote on this. The senator's going, well, I don't think I can vote for that civil rights bill. And, he goes oh, i understand he goes by the way do you still have that beautiful secretary who accompanies you on all your trips well perhaps yeah. mr president so johnson knew where the bodies were buried he knew he could pick up a phone and get anybody in the world they said about him that he could get anybody in the world to do whatever he said except for ho chi minh so um, yeah. listen man we got to run and i i'm sorry that we have to and i know you got to catch a plane but the next time you're in town and also tell rick he could have given me a Bruce Springsteen. He was in town last night. He went to see Bruce Springsteen. He could have got me an extra ticket. He didn't even think of me. Tell him, tell him I said that.
1: <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll take care of that. I know. Unbelievable. I, I know. All right. Tony, <laughs> all
0: right. Thank you, you, you Jimmy. You. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. That was, and how cool was that? That was um, uh, Jimmy Schubert, ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy Schubert will be at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy Tonight for two shows, Saturday for two shows, and Sunday for one show. That's houseofcomedy.net, 5350 East High Street. Um, if you don't know High Street, maybe you should check it out. It is an entertainment district in, in and of itself. Blue Martini at one end, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy at the other. You can park your car and, and actually party and have a wonderful time without ever getting back in your vehicle till the end of the evening. And by then, you'll want to Uber. But uh, he's at uh, the House of Comedy. Probably uh, one of the most beautiful, well appointed comedy clubs I've ever been in, and I've been in a few. It's the kind of place that when you walk into it before, even if you don't know who the act is, even if you're just going and going, let's check out some comedy, you walk in and go, oh, we've made a good choice for our night, because look at this place. This is a cool place. From the menu to the music to the man who runs it to the comics on stage. Oh, that was good. I just did that right off the top of my head. From the menu to the music. To the man who runs it to the comics on stage rick bronson's house of comedy is your choice for comedy in the greater phoenix area house of all right cool you know what we're patiently waiting for we're patiently waiting now for our third guest she, uh just text said she'll be in 10:25. so if you want 10 do i want to you ask me if i want to take a break i don't know yeah i do want to take a break that's i was getting ready to go into break i don't want to make it sound like <laughs> i don't want to make it sound like i wanted to take a break I mean, it want to sound like that. that's professionally that in the, in the smooth uh, uh, operation of ComedySchoolsRadio.com that we would now be taking a break. We're going to take a little break. You won't be taking a break because you will be dancing in your chair